Good morning. Welcome to Naples United Church of Christ. My name is Sharon Harris Ewing, and I have the privilege of serving as your assistant minister. And it is wonderful to see you here and to know that there are others who are watching us online. Whether you are watching a broadcast or a podcast later on or here, we're glad that you are worshiping with us on this special day. If you're here in the sanctuary, I hope you will take time to register your attendance on that registration pad that is in the um, holder in the front of, the front of you, um, and then pass it down the row so that we know everyone who was here. If you're at home, uh, we hope you will use the comment section to uh, let us know where you are worshiping from. Our senior minister, the Reverend Dr. Dawson Taylor, is away doing continuing education in Assisi, Assisi, learning about St. Francis. And I know that he plans to share what he has learned um, sometime after he's returned, and we will look forward to that. As you will soon see, today is Music Gift Fund, Music Gift Fund Sunday. Um, it's a fun and fund. Um, if you have not received but would like a brochure with the concert series, our, our Ministry of Music, they will be in the narthex, and you can grab one on your way out. Two weeks from today, we will commemorate All Saints Sunday when we commemorate and, and remember the people who have died in the last year. So if you have a loved one who has passed away since the last All Saints Sunday, which was November 2nd, 2020, and you want to have that name on the list, please email wendy at naplesucc.org or call the church office. Just want to um, let you know, you, we, we know a lot of things, but we don't know exactly what's going to happen with the weather. We thought it was going to rain. And so we moved the fellowship time to... McSpadden Hall. For anyone who's new, that's the building on the other side of Nelson Hall. You can get there by going through Nelson or around or just follow the crowd. Um, but we did not want to ask Georgia to pick everything up and move it um, to the gathering place. So fellowship this morning is in McSpadden Hall. Lots of goodies, some tables for signing up for things uh, and learning about things that are happening. So you want to be sure to get over to McSpadden. With that, um, as a growing congregation, let us center our hearts and minds as we prepare for worship. I will bless the Lord at all times. God's praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt God's name together. I invite you to stand in body or spirit and join in our opening hymn. God of the open door, we thank you that you receive us as we are and call us to welcome one another. Through your spirit, open wide our hearts and inspire this time together. Through sound and story, May we honor your presence in our lives and in one another. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me as I offer this morning's pastoral prayer. Oh God, we know that you never forget. You remember the blessings, the tragedies, and everything in between in our lives. You abide with us from birth through the ups and downs of life up until we take our last breaths, and then you gently guide us into the next life. And yet our memories are not as good as yours, O God, and we forget. We forget that you were there with us when we were struggling. We forget that you held our hands and gave us the strength we needed to carry on. We forget that you put the person in our lives who showed us love and support when we were in pain. We forget the blessings you have bestowed upon us like our friends, our families, our church community, our financial stability, and our health. We forget that someone else is longing for the blessings we take for granted. We lose sight of the bigger picture and we focus on what's missing and what's wrong. It's similar to the way people compliment us and sometimes we remember those kind words but We always remember the insult, the person who jabbed us in a way that made us sting. We rarely forget when people hurt us, and yet we sometimes overlook those who love us deeply and unconditionally. Help us to reframe our perspective. Help us to remember that you're there through all things, and if we are struggling, you delivered us before and you will again. Help us to remember the good in our lives and give those things our focus, our attention, and our energy, rather than giving power to those who cause us pain. Help us to forget the hurtful moments and to savor the kind and loving ones. We know that our attitudes are contagious, whether positive or negative, so help us each to be walking beacons of your love and your light in this world. May those who encounter us feel your love through our words and our deeds. It's easy for us to think on a small scale, and yet we remember that you are the God of all creation. And so we take a moment to remember that we are connected to all of humanity around the world. We pray for all who are suffering, for those who are in unsafe nations, For those who don't have enough to eat, who don't have the medical care they need, who cannot afford education for their children. We pray for all who are suffering, whether their worries are big or small, there's no scarcity of empathy, and we take comfort in remembering that all of our concerns matter to you. We pray all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus the risen Christ, who first taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the 34th Psalm. I will bless the Lord at all times. 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. May God bless our hearing of these ancient words. Would you join your hearts with mine in prayer? May the meditations of all our hearts and the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. All of us coped with the pandemic in different ways. At my house, we were saved by delivery services. We signed up for Instacart and had groceries delivered, sometimes twice a week. We had household goods delivered by Amazon, Target, Walmart, and even CVS. There are many meanings to the word deliver. So here's a fun play on words. Deliveries delivered us from the isolation and limitations that came with staying at home all the time during the height of the pandemic. There are many ways of describing how God acts in our lives. God saves salvation. God heals wholeness. God forgives mercy. God loves amazing grace. And God delivers, not food or cleaning supplies, but us. God delivers us. But from what? Our text from Psalm 34 helps to answer that question. Psalm 34 is described as praise for deliverance from trouble. Interestingly, the psalm is an alphabetic acrostic, 22 verses, each of which begins with one of the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. According to one scholar, acrostic poems were the works of highly skilled literary artists. Acrostics were mostly memory devices to aid in public and private recitation. In addition, literarily, they summarized all that could be said or needed to be said about a particular subject, summing it up from Alif to Tav, from A to Z. Our text this morning includes just the first eight verses of the psalm. 
as you heard Angela read, the first three verses are all about praising God. The psalmist begins in the singular voice. I will bless the Lord at all times. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. But then the psalmist calls upon others to join in. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt God's name together. Why? Why should we praise God? Again, speaking in the first person, the author explains what has happened. I sought the Lord, and God answered me and delivered me from all my fears. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. God delivered me from all my fears. God delivered this poor soul from every trouble. God delivers. In the Lord's Prayer, we beseech God, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Fear, evil, despair, alienation, the list of trouble in which we might find ourselves is quite long. So what does it mean, what might it look like for God to deliver us? We don't usually use the language of deliverance. So it may take some thinking to answer a question like that. I will tell you that these verses from Psalm 34 sparked my imagination. There's a classic book, you may know it, first published in 1953, called Your God is Too Small by J.B. Phillips. Because we are human beings in a universe that is beyond our comprehension, I pretty much think our God, or at least the way we conceive of God, is always too small. So perhaps our understanding of God can grow if we ponder how God has delivered us in the past and thus how God might deliver us in the future. It may go without saying, but I'll say it anyway. I do not see God as a magician who acts outside of the natural world to deliver us by literally lifting us out of the lion's den. But I do believe that God acts in and through people and circumstances in our lives in ways that we don't recognize as God at work unless we put on our eyes of faith glasses. God acts in and through people and circumstances in our lives. Our understanding of God will be so much greater when we open our eyes a little wider and look a little deeper. Consider the ways and times that God has delivered you from feeling alone and lonely. Whether through someone's listening ear, 
a hug when you needed it most, or a Zoom call where you could see and talk to parents or siblings, children or grandchildren, even if you couldn't hold them in your arms. Consider the ways and times that God has delivered you from apathy and complicity with the status quo, whether through inspired leaders calling you to action, a book that challenges you to think in new ways, or your own study of the Bible and its call to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. Consider the ways and times that God has delivered you from troubled and troubling relationships, whether through a shared commitment to persevere through hard times or a shared decision that divorce was the healthiest choice for everyone. Consider the ways and times that God has delivered you from harming someone with hurtful words or deeds, whether through the intervention of a wise friend, the gift of time to let tempers cool, or the words of Jesus, love your neighbor as yourself. Consider the ways and times that God has delivered you from the grief that attends all kinds of losses, whether through time for rest or a respite from caregiving, the opportunity to share with others who are also grieving, or precious memories and the faith that nothing, not even death, can separate us from God or from those we love. God has delivered us. God will deliver us again. God delivers. Consider with me this true story of how God delivered Mrs. Williams from her fear. Brian Stevenson, author of Just Mercy and founder of an organization that tries to help those convict, uh, unjustly convicted of crimes, was trying to free a man who was clearly innocent. About a dozen people had seen him when he allegedly committed the crime, but none of these were allowed in the courtroom because they were African Americans. So Stevenson complained to the judge who reluctantly allowed Stevenson to admit a few of the eyewitnesses. One older black woman named Mrs. Williams was chosen to represent the group. But there was another big problem. A huge German shepherd stood guard outside the courtroom. When Mrs. Williams, who was deathly afraid of dogs, saw the dog, she froze and her body began to shake. Tears started running down her face before she turned around and ran out of the courtroom. She said, Mr. Stevenson, I feel so badly I let you down today. I wanted to be in there so bad. But when I saw that dog, all I could think about was Selma, Alabama, 1965. I remember how they beat us, and I remember the dogs. I wanted to move, and I tried to move, but I just couldn't do it. And she walked away with tears 
running down her face. The next day, her sister told Stevenson that Mrs. Williams didn't eat or talk to anybody all night. They just heard her praying all night long the same prayer. Lord, I can't be scared of no dog. Lord, I can't be scared of no dog. The next morning, she walked up to Stevenson and said, I ain't scared of no dog. And she walked right past that huge German shepherd into the courtroom. The courtroom was packed when the judge walked in and everybody rose and sat down, except Mrs. Williams. She told the entire courtroom in a loud, firm voice, I'm here. But Stevenson said what she was saying wasn't that she was physically present. She was saying, I may be old, I may be poor, I may be black, but I am here because I got a vision of justice that compels me to stand up to injustice. And that was when the tide for the case turned. The psalmist praised God for deliverance from trouble. God delivers us from all kinds of trouble, despair, broken relationships, grief, doubt, harming others, fear, and so much more. I invite you this morning to consider all the times and ways that God has delivered you. And then to join the psalmist in giving praise to God. Tell your story. I sought the Lord and God answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I will bless the Lord at all times. God's praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt God's name together. Amen. Go forth from this place with eyes open to recognize God at work in your lives and voices raised in praise. And may the love of God, the peace of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with you today and every day. Amen.